Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Banter Boys podcast. My name is Sanji. With me is Ross. How you doing, Ross? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Eid Mubarak to all those who are celebrating today. I guess we are recording on Thursday. So uh, for yeah. those who are celebrating today on Thursday or those who will be celebrating tomorrow on the Friday, Eid Mubarak to all of you. Um, it's definitely been a tricky Eid, right? You want to get together with everyone, but obviously we can't celebrate fully. But I hope you find some form of way to celebrate with your close ones and bring it possibly as close to normal as you could. So... Yeah, I know, man. My neighbors dropped off sawine for me, yo. I'm so excited to go, like, stuff my face after we finish recording. Like, I love Eid, bro. Eid Mubarak to you and to your family, to your loved ones. Yo, Mo Salah did the business, though, you know, with that Eid celebration. Yeah. Get the brace, get yeah. the win against Manchester United. Exactly, exactly. For those who don't know what sawine is, it's uh, savanya or vermicelli in, like, milk and, like, cream and, like, nuts and sugar. It's honestly like, you know, my mom makes it every year. Like, it's like, you know, you come back and like, it's something that you have all the time. But I'm like, you know, I'm glad you could enjoy some of that too, living by yourself. It's so good, fam. You know what? I would love to sit down and shoot the shit with you though. Yes. But you know what? Quick turn around. We've got a game week that starts tomorrow. So let's get down straight to business. Um, Ross, before we get started, do you want to remind listeners how they can engage with us and share our episodes yep quickly so you can message us on twitter or instagram at our handles at banta b you can message us on discord our username is banta boys hashtag six five eight five and on reddit you can message us at you backward slash banta underscore boys you can listen to us on spotify apple google Podcasts, soundcloud or youtube all under the name of banta boys all right, uh, so the, we are on episode 42, as Ross said, recording on Thursday, May 13th. Um, so we are mainly a fan tracks draft podcast. And, you know, sometimes we do mix around with those OFPL questions as well. All right, before we get started, quick data dump, looking at key passes for this game week. And remember, there were some teams that had double game weeks, some that even had triple game weeks. You know, we didn't even get to talk about that on the pod. They changed that shit up so last minute, fam. <laughs> um, but yeah, looking at key passes, Trent on top, as always, T-Baby with 10 key passes, all Brighton with 8. And tied in third, there's a five-way tie actually for six key passes from Cavalero, Eze, Milivojevic, Rashford, and Shaw. So now looking at shots and then shots on target... For the most um, uh, most attempted shots, Benteke, 12 of them, 6 on target. Bruno came in second with 11 shots, only 2 on target. And then there was a 3-way tie for 8 shots attempted. Greenwood had 4 of them on target, Iheanacho had 3 on target, and Salah had 3 on target as well. And finally, looking at the accurate crosses into the box. There was a 6-way tie for 3 of them, coming from Albrighton, T-Bebe, Cavalero, Dina. Rashford and Tielemans. All right, so standard first half, we're going to do our league catch-ups, Twitter questions, and go through those injury updates. We'll take our halftime pint. In the second half, we'll discuss, you know, the triple game week and how it went, and also use that information to make our predictions for the blank game week 36 and give you those FA and waiver picks to end your season. You know what? Especially for those playoffs. 
And just as a reminder, the four teams that are blanking in this game week are Leicester, Chelsea, Manchester United, and Arsenal. Alright, Ross, let's get started, mate. Uh, let's look at our OG league. I mean, we're both in the playoffs. That's yeah. the most important thing, right? Yeah. I didn't participate at all. <laughs> I'll be honest. So do you remember me? Do you remember me harassing you about Johnny Evans the Friday yeah. itself? Like I, you were you were like messaging me, you called me. I was at work, so I, I was actually really busy because it was a really busy time during work. So like I've left Johnny Evans and Sanji, like I really appreciated you trying to reach out all of that. But my god, man, it was such a nice just having a little break from fantasy altogether. Cause I'd qualified in both our leagues. So I was like, I don't even have to go yeah. like, you know, move I wouldn't change my position at all. Like, you know, barring like a five hundred point game or something, which like, you know, I don't think was possible considering all the players. Yeah, it wasn't possible. Like I had seventy one points on my bench. I had Timo, I had Callum Adoy, I had Stuart Dallas, Benji Mendy, and Aspilaqueta all on my bench totaling to 71 points but you know what i didn't care i end, i ended up losing anyways i gave my little brother a win you know he came in last you know let him get a win anyways so you know is is this just to convince him to play next season as well i don't know let's see <laughs> let's see <laughs> um yeah this game week like again I, I mean it kind of mattered for me it kind of didn't because it was it was very interesting to see who i was going to kind of face up in the playoffs but I mean, I don't think it mattered who I started, who I benched. My bench had 90 points alone. You know, <laughs> the brace from Callum Wilson, goals from both Woods of Burnley. Uh, Moutinho was back and in the points. Even though Harrison had no goal or assist returns, came through with 15 to 16 points, right? But oh, most man. of my guys had double game weeks, right? The likes of Luca Dean, Henderson had the triple game week. Um, Nathaniel Phillips, double game week hero as well, came through with a little bit of an assist. Um, James Ward Prowse, Saka, ZH, DCL, Greenwood. I'm not gonna lie, my team smashed out 227 points in total out of 21 possible players. I mean, the average isn't that great, but I was just happy to just, you know, smash this many points out because I just feel like, okay, now everyone's kinda hitting some form. The team is looking good. I'm excited for playoffs, alright? So yeah, we got the, we both like are in playoffs, so it didn't really matter. But the most important thing though is, you know who you're playing in playoffs now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing, I'm playing Kayam, who doesn't have Bruno, Jamie Vardy, and Luke Shaw. It's a big hit for him. We were having a little discussion on our group chat. Initially, I was like, there was an offer traded up on like Jack Grealish for like, Bruno and I initially I was like man like no because it's kind of unfair but I also kind of understand that like it's playoff time it's do or die right you obviously don't want to drop these players and I would understand people trying to make moves because it's a playoff game and you just lost two of your best players right maybe even three with Jamie Vardy right so I understand so I was like hey if you want to do the trade I would, you would, you should totally go for it. And he's, I think he's still thinking about it. Wow. That would be a very intense trade, man. Um, but I mean, it's not like you are, like you have all your squad players as well, right? Surely you're missing some key men as well, like Timo Werner. Timo Werner. Some serious form now, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it, I, I mean, I feel like it's kind of even because if he's willing to do a trade like that, Russ, I'm not going to lie. You might get some help from the Banter Boys podcast if you need that help, buddy. 
Just saying. I don't. I'm not losing anyone to the intensity of Bruno Fernandez and Luke Shaw. Like I still have Robertson playing. I still have Adama Traore playing. I'm all good with that man. And you have your boy Diego Jota as yes, well, if I'm not yes, mistaken, right? Yes. So, and you've got Adama Traore, and anything can happen with Adama Traore. Exactly. All right, let's look at our banter boys league now. Ross, again, not a game week that you were necessarily paying attention to because mm-hmm. in this league, your position was also locked. Uh, same for me. I was just playing the game week for shits and giggles, hoping to get to a cute little number of 69 points, but Manos decided that should not happen. He beat me in the end. I lost 152 to 119. But I mean, the positive thing is though, Jack Grealish is back, like you said. So I'm happy to have him come into the playoffs. I mean, I'm not sure if he's going to get 90-minute games, but you know what? I'll take what I get. Even a half is all good. Uh, What about you? How did you fare in this game week? I I won in this game week. (laughs) I won in this game week. Uh, I could have, like, I had Nat Phillips. I had Sadio Mane in in the game before this, who had the goal, right? You know, like, you know, solid returns for most of my teams. Again, like, you know, I had... Uh, I wasn't really paying attention. I ended up with only 139 points from 17 players. But, you know, uh, next, this this team right now is going to hurt a lot. Because next week, I don't have Pogba, Tillemans, Kalechi, Luke Shaw, and Johnny Evans, and Ben Chilwell, and Christian Pulisic. So, got to make some moves, Holy man. Got to make some moves. <laughs> Bro, that is brutal. Oh man, and you're coming up against the Spurs Brigade against yeah. a shitty Wolves defense. Yeah. Oh man. All right, we gotta, we definitely gotta figure out some moves for you for this game week. All right. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, again, going back to my game week. I mean, the only thing I wanted to tell listeners is I did have Ollie Watkins. So, yeah, I, I was part of that uh, red card pain that got locked into that mm-hmm. position. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to throw it out there. But he's back with Jack, so things can only get better. And uh, I have the buy, but you know what? If you win your game week, there's a chance that we could meet each other in the semis. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I mean, in the OG League, we probably won't meet until the finals. So, I mean, you've got one job, I've got one job, right? <laughs> let's see, let's see. Let's see how it happens, man. We we started the season and the podcast with us in the finals. I mean, it's only fair that we end the season with us in the finals as well. All right. Let's look at our perfect 11 team now, Russ. Wait till you hear how much we scored this week. In Nets, we had Jordan Pickford. I mean, that's pretty tidy, right? Two yeah, clean sheets. Exactly. Got us like, um, what was that, 20 points in total? Yeah, I was happy with that. But the outfielders scored us a whopping 268.5 points. Almost 300 points, man. Yup. We had Trent. We had Luca Dean. We had Luke Shaw, AWB, Bruno Fernandes, Paul Pogba, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Greenwood, Mo Salah, and our lowest scoring player, Gabriel Martinelli with three points. Oh, my God, man. That's a... That's... And this was without your help. I remember when I messaged you, you were basically like, fuck off, Sanjit. I'm trying to chill on my weekend, bro. I know. Sorry, Sanji. Sorry, Sanji. (laughs) But you know what? You managed to put it all off on your own, man. It's all good, yo. That, that you know what that's that's all that matters as long as the banter boys are moving up the standings we are in 32nd place now nice so that's definitely a rise yeah, from last yeah, time nice right? nice 
So three more game weeks ago, we can still still keep going up as high as possible. All right. Um, okay. So now that we're done with the league catch-ups, I think it is a perfect time for us to go through those Twitter questions, Ross. Yeah. Um, so first question we have from man with no name at debankster1. Uh, who do you think should be the manager of the year? Pep, Tuchel, Bielsa, etc. If there's any other considerations. I don't think Tuchel should be in the uh, consideration. I don't think- because, like, you know, he came in half through, halfway no, through the season. No, yeah. I don't think it'd be unfair. I think Pep would be a clear front runner. Bielsa, maybe if he gets the finish. But we always give it to, like, fucking managers that win all yeah. the time. That's such a boring-ass, like... <laughs> That's a boring-ass That is. I think... Dean Smith. Dean Smith? Really? Even though he lost Grealish and Aston Villa are currently 11. So, from a relegation battle to um, top, uh, to almost top 10, I think Dean Smith or David Moyes. Bro, Moyes, boys, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Has to be. Yeah. That Moyes would be the clear like, front runner. Moyes, boys, are legitimate relegation to like Champions League. Spot, exactly, right? exactly. But like, so were Aston Villa. And Aston Villa, I think, did a really good job this season. Barring injuries, barring their mess-up schedule that they played Everton in two weeks. Even though one fixture was supposed to happen. Like, they had that big COVID scare where they didn't play for two, three weeks anyways, right? So, yeah, like, I, yeah, that's true. like all those things considered, I think Dean Smith did a really good job. But, like, now that you say it, yeah, Moyes would be the clear front runner From actual relegation, almost relegation to, you know, Europe. Potentially even Champions League. Yeah, and out... Yeah, and outside shout to Leeds, who also has a potential chance to get a European spot if Spurs massively shit the bed. I, I hope not. Um, I need them to win against Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, even Bielsa for sure, I think, also deserves a mention um, because not all teams that uh, get promoted perform this well because right now they're sitting 10th in the table mm-hmm. um 50 points so i i think massive achievement considering the players that they have and that squad can only get better i think yeah i was seeing something about like murder ball that they do in training where there's no fouls no outsides like you know basically you're running and they like i think the video described that the amount of running they do in like 20 minutes is equivalent to how much running they would do in an entire football game of 90 minutes. Like, that's how intense those sessions are, man. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, I remember the interview that Bamford had recently. He was making a joke about his running coach. He was saying, oh, you know, if I do my running thingies, um, you know, like, do a certain amount of sprints or whatever, can I get Monday off or Tuesday off? He was, or he was talking about, like, scoring a goal or something like that. And the coach was like, yeah, if you score a hat-trick, you can get one of the days off, maybe. But, <laughs> like, man, like, those guys are those guys are going to give it, like, 110% until the season ends. Yeah. And that's what I love about Leeds Assets. Yeah. All right. Thanks to Baxter for asking the question. Next, we have... Thanks, Debbie. ...our friend, Andreas, uh, at Moosey's 22. Now, since the league title is decided, do you think Liverpool will have Champions League at all? If Liverpool win all games... You know, knock on wood, salt over the shoulder, no injuries, no anything. If Liverpool won against United, and I think this was their toughest game, but Liverpool hopefully are showing some attacking form and hopefully are showing some more pressing. 
if Liverpool win all games, I think Liverpool will make Champions League. Sanji, I was just saying this before we started recording, was you can have you can win the Champions League, but just finish fifth, man. Just lose to Leicester. Just finish fifth. <laughs> Both of us can have Champions League and you can have the trophy. Like, please. <laughs> but, I mean, I find it would be way more entertaining if Leicester loses both their games, we win the Champions League, and you guys get the European spot. Like, full shaft to Leicester. Yeah, but, like, Leicester does deserve Champions League, man. Like, why? Why do they deserve Champions League? To go up against, like, you know, similar sort of, like, last season, you know, like, you know, decide on the last day you're playing against, like, United and you lose. Okay, cool. The season before that, you know, Rodgers was finding a team that was in the bottom half. I think with the work, Rodgers has done a lot of good work with that team, man. With Kaleti finding this incredible form, with Tillemans playing a really well, deep playmaker, with trying to, like, you know, manage with injuries, with, like, James Justin, and I think James Madison got injured at the start of the season, too, right? And then he had COVID or something. Like, all of these things, I mean, I think, like... If there's a shout, if Brendan Rodgers makes top four, I think there's a, like, going back to a question before, I think Brendan Rodgers might also have a case for uh, manager of the year as well, so. I mean, they made a cup final as well, yeah. so kudos to that. Yeah, so. Uh, but I, their squad still needs some work. Like, to me, I still think they should get a better centre-back than Soyuncu. Yes. Like, that squad needs depth for it to want to compete on the European level yes. as well. Otherwise, they're just going to get to, like, group stages, first knockout, and get fucking knocked out. <laughs> but with the budget of that team, compared to what Chelsea spent, compared to what Liverpool has spent previously, compared to what United and, like, City yeah. spend, right? Even what, like, Arsenal and Spurs spend, yeah. right? I don't know, man. Like, he's done a really good job with that team, considering the they don't have the resources. Yeah. Right? You're right, yeah. Good yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Andreas, um, for asking the Thanks, question. Um, next question we have from Robbie P, a team of Karas. Lees have a great run in and look much better defensively. Who do you rate the best low ownership options? Does Rodrigo get back into the starting eleven after the cameo goal against Spurs? So I mean, we'll discuss the picks when we get to that section, right? Yeah. In terms of like low owned options and whatnot. Um. But uh, to answer the Rodrigo question, I think Rodrigo, Rodrigo is a good punt to take right now. Especially with the lit uh, players, especially with the blanks. Yeah, especially with the blanks. The fact that he is a goal scorer, right? Uh, I've seen this guy beat single-handedly. He scored the winner for the Champions League game for my first ever senior Chelsea game that I went to go watch. <laughs> so I know this motherfucker can score goals. Like, <laughs> But... Yeah, and um, especially if you have, like, auto-subs, it's definitely worth um, a shout, putting him on your bench for that those last three games. Um, but uh, can I guarantee that he starts? No, because Bielsa, once he has a starting eleven, he tends to stick to it, right? So it, it's going to be... <laughs> if you don't have auto-subs, you're going to have to start Rodrigo. That, I'm not sure I would do. Like, I would rather maybe... Start like a Matthias Klik if you have, or an Alioski if you yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, good point. 
Right. Um, but like, and also because Spurs' defense is trash, and I think anyone can score against them. <laughs> so, especially with Ryan Mason, how he sets up his team. Yeah, bro. See what I told you, man. Like Ryan Mason gives me no confidence for him to like his team goes behind. He's gonna like tactically get them out of it. Like in my head, everyone on the field is just like, "Oh, fuck off, Mason!" Like we got this. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Robbie. Over asked the question. Uh, next question Thanks, we have from Sigur Bjorn at Sigur Bjorn 5. In my league, we use Fantrax default rules. There are no minus points for goalie scoring own goal. Is it the same in your league? And do you know why it is like this? One guy won his game the other day because Leno didn't get minus for scoring own goal, which was odd. That is odd. We don't. We have own goals. And like anyone who scores an own goal would get minus points. Right? And if you're and if you're a defender so, and you score an <laughs> own goal and you get the minus two for the goal conceded as well, so it's like a double whammy. Yeah, um, Sigur Bjorn, uh, you need to talk to your commission, bro. That is some whack ass scoring, fam. Like you got robbed, hundred percent. You got robbed. Um, so definitely look into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, Ross, we even uh, remember even that yellow card, uh, second yellow card, red card yeah. thing. Do you want to maybe mention that even what we look at? Yeah, into? so sometimes Fantrax has this glitch where if a player gets two yellow cards, it would pick it up as a yellow, a red card and a second yellow card. So that's a minus seven and a minus four. So it's a minus 11, where in fact, it should just be a yellow, uh, a three points for the first yellow and four po- negative four points for the second yellow. So totaling to the same amount as you would for a, like a regular c- card. So kind of make that change, right? It shouldn't, you should, sometimes you get the extra negative four, which I've had to be like, yo, make sure you remove it uh, to our commissioners, right? Uh, mostly Sanji. But uh, that's something that people don't often pick <laughs> up. And sometimes, I don't know if Fantrax corrects the glitch or like in one of our g- games, I don't think Fantrax corrected the glitch at all. And we had to kind of remind uh, our com- we had to remind Sanji to kind of, hey, make sure uh, you kind of do this. So keep an eye out for that too. I'm surprised. I don't know if other people have kind of picked up on that. But if Fantrax, you're listening, fix yeah. your platform. Fix your shit. <laughs> All right, let's go to the yeah, next question. Yeah, thanks for asking though. this one's from Discord Yeah, actually. this one's from Discord. So thanks, Igbon. Uh, Peltier, hey fellas. Oh, been listening to you all season. I won my league and in the playoffs. Looking to win this week's quarterfinal. Barring a miracle from my opponent for a topic. I'd I'd love if you discuss playoff strategy for choosing available players. When it's best to target who you think will score the most points versus blocking clean sheets or picking the same player. Ooh. What do you? All right, we got we gotta drop an air horn to him yes. for making the playoffs. Jamaican air horn. Um. <laughs> so the playoff strategy. Um, one of the things that he mentioned is actually also one of the things that we talked about in previous seasons as well, right? Covering that clean uh, sheet. Defense. Yeah. It's something we actually discussed uh, when we started the podcast. I think it was the Spurs clean sheet. It was like Ori and somebody else, mm-hmm. um, like Dyers. It was something weird. Yeah. But yeah, like definitely that is one of the options for sure. Um, try to cover the clean sheet. If for sure you think the team's going to get the clean sheet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Ross, do you have any sort of um, 
special playoff rules that you try to maybe administer um i know this time is also a little different given the fab and yeah you know with the blank game weeks etc yeah like sometimes it's tough to kind of predict what players you're trying to pick up right what players the other managers are trying to pick up right i think this would be one of the first opportunities where if you have a higher wearer position like look at who's been in form and look at who's playing who and it would be really important to kind of go for those players i would personally kind of look what i usually do when i'm picking up players is i change the time period to like 30 days or 14 days which gives me kind of an average on like it doesn't give me like this season this player this team has uh this season this player has averaging eight points whereas in reality in the last two games they could be averaging three points or they could be averaging 20 points right sometimes it won't kind of show up on like that so those are also things to kind of check out for on seeing on who might be in form right I think the big thing this season is away versus home and players, teams from like Everton who suck at home, but are really good away. So something to kind of manage there. Um, Liverpool, I don't know, like, you know, away home doesn't really matter at this point. I think they're just trying to win it. So, uh, <laughs> you know what, though, to kind of to kind of pause you on that whole fan thing, aren't there supposed to be fans for like the last two games? 17,000, well? so, right? Something like that. There, something but, like I mean, that. Yeah. Like, f- basically, like home teams are gonna get like be able to have their fans. So, do you think maybe that could also potentially affect results if we're saying that fans have a sway on a team's performance? Yeah, I think so. And what I was gonna mention was now you mentioned fans was look for who's playing for something. That is probably one of the biggest. Like you know, for example, Chelsea and Man City might rotate a rotate a lot because of the Champions League game and they don't want to make sure they don't get injuries right so might not yeah. play the uh, the strongest team so you'll get players like Ake and players like Fernandinho playing a lot more than compared to like John Stones, Ruben Diaz and Rodrigo play look at uh, like you know Liverpool's playing for something Leicester's playing for something but they're only in one competition so they have a lot yeah. more gap whereas Chelsea is playing for two competitions so they obviously don't want to overwork their players at yeah. this point right the relegated yeah. teams at this point do you really want to take a risk on them even if they might have really favorable game weeks maybe not but maybe realistically those are the only players anything, right right yeah exactly realistically those are the only players that left so look at the matchup i was gonna suggest like players like fulham they might not have anything to play with and they might come out with a win. Even teams like Sheffield, who Sanji, you've talked about a lot, who are just like, man, we need to win once more. We need to kind of like, you know, still go out on a bang, right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say our podcast name, Sanji. I'm going <laughs> to say that one for when they actually win. But, you know, look out for things like that. And it, those are really good because le- look out for like potential rotation options with like, you know, wrestling players for other competitions like the FA Cup like the Champions League, like Europa League for United. Um, look out for players, teams who are still playing for something, the Europe spot. I think Europe is completely open. Yeah. So, Like Deli Ali is one of those guys that I think is playing for uh, Euro spot right yeah, now, right? right. So he's been putting together some decent fan track scores uh, on his last couple of appearances, I think. Exactly. So all the way from Leicester to, I don't know, Leeds, right? All these players might have a yeah, like good that, yeah. shout at Europe right now. So all of them are trying to play for something. Even all Arsenal, them. right? Arsenal are definitely trying to play for Europe as well because so, they have nothing else to play exactly. for. Exactly. So, you know, anything's yeah. possible at this point, especially with the Europa League spots and the Euro, Euro Conference League. That's the other European competition that they're starting up next season too, right? So 
you oh, know, God, a, a, a good way to kind of step into, uh, get European explo- exposure and European experience without, like, you know, not having the same commitments and not having, like, you know, not overachieving and trying to be like, we're going up against the likes of Real Madrid or Barcelona or Bayern Munich and stuff like that. So my teams to kind of look yeah, out for at I- this point are Leicester, yeah. possibly Liverpool, if you can find players Chelsea, maybe because there might be a lot of rotation options that you might be able to find players. Obviously, not in the blank game week, but in the game week after Arsenal, Spurs, all these West Ham too. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, and I think with those last two game weeks, if home teams are definitely going to have fans, I think you could probably punt on those home teams. Just think maybe the fans will have that extra sort of effect on them. Also, if you're able to make, you know, game week 38, the finals or whatnot, you might also want to be wary of the fact that Manchester United play in the Europa League final three days later as well, right? So they're probably also going to heavily rotate that squad. So you might see the likes of Telles come in for that final game, right? So if you can afford to grab him maybe in game week 37, you could probably hold off and, you know, roster him just in case somebody else gets him. Or yeah. definitely like target like last game week, um, you know, players that are trying to get their golden boot, maybe get players from that team. So, like, maybe a Wijnaldum or a Giovanni Lo Celso, who's going to maybe assist Salah or assist Kane, respectively, right? For those guys that are chasing. Um, other than that, you know, maybe make sure, because, like, how this game week is, you know, it's on a Friday. Try not to have, like, five players from the fa- first day. Try to, like, spread it out so that you're not screwed over uh, and having to get everyone from, like, the second game of the game week or get everyone from, like, the last game of the game week. Just make sure you stagger your players according to your games, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what else can I think of? I, I don't know. Yeah, target the relegated teams for sure. Um, like Ross said, check the form of players last two game weeks, last four game weeks. Um, you can adjust those date periods, right, on the Fantrax platform. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, we listen to whatever picks we suggest at the end, right? Uh, I think we have a couple of tasty ones that people haven't considered yet, right? Um, mm-hmm. And we'll get to that a bit later. But yeah, Ross, I think those are some decent points. Um, I think it'll probably just evolve as they come up while we're talking about uh, getting ready for playoff modes. Um, we'll try to mention it and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks. Thanks uh, for asking, so though. I think we have one... One last yeah. question Thanks, from... Peter. We have one more question, yeah. Yeah, uh, from FBL underscore Tractor Boy. Keep Benteke in form, but with a couple of tricky fixtures coming up or look to swap for Rodrigo from Leeds and or Vidra, but they already but he already has Wood or Fabio Silva. Sanji, you play a lot of official FBL, so I'll let you take this one. So it's funny, I actually talk to this guy like quite often. Um, and I told him like, listen, if you want to start Benteke this double gaming, buddy, that's your choice. I have no faith in him. Benteke smashed it. So I don't know if he necessarily needs my advice. Um, because I mean, they are facing Aston Villa up next who do concede a lot of chances. So there's a, there's a possibility that Benteke could score. But you know, we talked about Rodrigo and Leeds. I think Rodrigo is worth a punt as well, mate. Uh, if you can get him in, I would say, yeah, go for it. Because I don't know if I'd fancy Benteke even in that last game of the season. What is it, against Liverpool? Um, bro, Nat Phillips will have him in his fucking pocket, fam. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't even worry about it. 
um but yeah i i don't know do you have any other opinion on that maybe vidra you can get for like the last game week because they play sheffield united i mean there's a chance he could haul there so with either one of those players i think you have a good shot at it really yeah fabio silva against the spurs defense that's a good shout too man if he's starting i mean it is a good shot if he that, starts that's, that's the only the thing, thing right? with o- ofpl right you don't know if they're gonna you can't do like like lineup changes once like you know you have it locks yeah. in way before so exactly so yeah that, that one's a bit uh riskier with silver um but yeah those are the questions that's it ross i think now let us quickly run through the player statuses so guys just a reminder the information is coming from premierinjuries.com it is the injury table and if you can't find it go find ben dinnery on twitter he is the injury guru all right so starting us off, Arsenal. David Luiz is in rehab right now for his knee, thigh, something like that. Um, but he should be back May 19th. Uh, Xhaka had a groin issue, also estimated to be back around May 19th. Bellerin came off with a knock in his last game, so there's an unknown return date for him. For Aston Villa, Sanson is returning from his knee injury. He's just in training. Uh, should be back May 19th. Grealish made the bench against Everton today, so he should be back in contention. Cash came off as a sub complaining about his hamstring, so he might be out for a little bit. For Brighton, Dunk got a red card, Mopé got a red card. I think both <laughs> are possibly suspended until May 23rd. Lalana should be back, and so should Veltman. Uh, May 15th returns, coming back from Niggles. Uh, Burnley, Pope has some Niggles, could be back May 15th, though. For Chelsea, Kovacic, I think they're preparing him for Wembley, so we probably won't see him for the next while. Same with Christensen. He can either play the uh, the cup final against Leicester or the league game against Leicester. And I'm thinking it's more so the league game. Uh, and Kante, he was mostly rested for the cup finals that we have coming up. Crystal Palace, no one really of um, that is injured. Everton, James's calf issue is being managed, so he could be back for the next game. He was rested for that, um, what was it, the Aston... Villa game. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so then looking at Fulham, uh, Reed, your boy, a uh, little bit of fitness issues, should be coming back. But again, you said, why bother pick up Fulham players, right? Looking at Leeds, uh, Liam Cooper, I kid you not, they wrote on the website, buttock injury. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know you're going to get a kick out of that. Yeah, so it should be back May 15th. Uh, Costa definitely out for the rest of the season. Leicester City, Evans, complained of plantar fasciitis or fasciitis. I'm fasciitis. pretty sure I'm butchering that pronunciation. Fasciitis. Oh, there you go. I mean, it's your play. You should know how it's pronounced, right? So, <laughs> um, apparently he could be back May 15th. They said how he was back out on the grass. There was no pain, that sort of thing. So, something that they're kind of just managing. Keep an eye out on the cup lineups against Chelsea. You'll get, get yeah. a better idea. Yeah, so what we'll do is we can even retweet those lineups, right? When the cup is being played, the cup game. Um, so Liverpool, Miller and Keita should be back May 16th. Quebec, there's no return date. Any information on that, Ross? I just know it's a hamstring injury. So, like, you there know. There you go. I love that you learn about your team on the pod itself. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Man City. Apparently says KDB's injured. I'm pretty sure he's just like monitoring him for the finals. Um, or final, sorry. Um, and Stones should be back from his red card suspension. So he should be back in contention against Newcastle. Uh, Manchester United. Maguire should be out with his ligament issue. 
Martial apparently is jogging on the grass again, so you never know. It could be a last game week punt right there. Newcastle United, Wilson is out for the rest of the season, apparently re-injured that hamstring against Leicester. And Willock had some cramp issues, but he should be back May 14th. Sheffield United, no one to really talk about. Southampton, Romeo's scan came back good, so he could be back before the season ends. Uh, Bednarek, a little bit of an ankle issue again, though, should be back May 15th. But Bertrand, I think, is done for the season. Possibly looking for a new club. Spurs, no one to talk about. West Brom, Maitland-Niles should be back because he couldn't face Arsenal, parent club issues. West Ham, Declan Rice should be back. Um, I mean, we keep seeing images and uh, of him in the gym, training, etc. And, you know, there's general, like, agreement that he should be in the starting line against Brighton. Let's see, though. Uh, Cresswell, there was a dead leg, should be back May 15th. Lanzini, unfortunately, is going to be out with a groin issue. He was, what, had back-to-back uh, starting appearances? Yeah, We're yeah. really happy to see that, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wolves as well, uh, no new injury updates. Uh, I think maybe they're still trying to get Jimmy to come out before the season ends, but I would be really surprised. All right, Ross... That's everything in the first half. I think now is the perfect time for us to take our halftime pint and we'll be back with the prediction results and those picks. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, Sanji, we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we are back. Alright, Ross, so results from last time's predictions. I won 9-6, broke your bloody streak. There you go. Nice. I got G-G. a couple of uh, exact scores right and stuff. I don't know if you realize I got the Chelsea yeah. Man City score dead on, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Lucky, lucky Alonso. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, okay. So, again, what we're going to do for these predictions, we're going to quickly just discuss the teams. And yeah, just suggest whatever uh, picks that we think can help you win your upcoming game weeks. Alright, so the first uh, fixture up is Newcastle versus Man City. So Newcastle had that away win to Leicester, 4-2. Willock can't stop scoring. I talked about um, Soyuncu being sus. Willock managed to find that sus moment. Uh, Matt Ritchie with the double assist. Like we said, he's on those set pieces and stuff. That's how he managed to get one of those assists for that dummit goal. Uh, the other one coming for uh, Wilson's uh, one of Wilson's goals. Uh, Dubravka doing decent with the saves. I heard um, apparently Newcastle tend to concede a lot of chances on their left side, on their right side. Sorry. So whoever is the left attacker mm-hmm. for the team, this would be I think Foden for Man City could possibly haul against Newcastle. Uh, do you have any points about Newcastle? With Wilson out now, like I don't see much going forward for Newcastle at the moment, right? It, it is a little bit trickier, but I think you can still start ASM in those last two game weeks, right? You can still start Matt Ritchie in those last two game weeks. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, Man City, they had a home loss uh, versus Chelsea, uh, 1-2. So City had a very interesting formation in this game. They played a 3-3-3-1. It seemed like Pep was trying something new against us, but at one point he had six attackers against our back five. It was very, very interesting to see. Um, Sterling, there was a possibility he could have gotten a red card against Timo. I don't know if you saw that studs-up challenge. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Very, very lucky. 
consistency, right? Consistency, right? Yeah, like yeah. some are some sometimes are given, sometimes are not. So well, I guess that's why no. uh, Man City didn't get that pen that Zumo is basically like bump and grinding on stealing all the way into the box, man. Did you see that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sanji. So there was a discussion about like you know that game and like who played better. And I was like, man, I think Chelsea played a much better game and were clearly the better team throughout the whole t- whole game compared to Man City. Do you think that's true? I think Man City definitely started a bit more intense with their new system, new formation. But we kind of weathered the storm. And yeah, I would say we definitely grew into the game and dominated it after that. It's very surprising that he hasn't started Morris in these last two... Um, Games against us, though. That I'm definitely a little worried about coming into the Champions League final. Sus. Sus. Yeah. <laughs> like, something is mad sus, bro. Um, but, oh, by the way, I needed to ask you, how did you uh, enjoy that Panenka from your boy Kun? Oh, my God, man. Mendy got, like, the easiest sex seven points that he ever had to do in for Fantrax, man. Yeah, like bro. I don't know, what he, that might be the only chance that Aguero might get to like kind of score his last goal, right? So I know. So like, what are you doing then, as a Kun owner? Are you gonna hold? Are you gonna? I'll see if he starts on Saturday. Yeah. Or Friday. Friday. Yeah. You you probably so, want to make yeah. sure you remember the day, bro. Yeah, this is playoffs. Friday, There's Friday, no going Friday, back. Friday. Like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's definitely. It feels like there's. It's a very shitty end to his legacy. Just the way how things are playing out. Not the best way, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Now that we've kind of dis- dissected these guys a bit, uh, let's make some predictions. Um. Two nil, Man City. Yeah, it should be fairly straightforward, right? Like you said, no Callum Wilson. Can Newcastle really get a goal in this? I don't think so. So I'll even go maybe 4-0 Man City. I think they're just going to do a professional job on these guys. Um, What are the picks that you have to suggest? Nathan Ake, 36%. And Fernandinho, 29%. Both are defenders. Both might see more time with like more rotation with the Champions League games. They've won the title. Congratulations, City. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. We probably <laughs> should have started the podcast with that. Hey, that Man City won the yeah. title. Woohoo, Man City. <laughs> but let's not do a Jamaican air horn for that. <laughs> okay, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like your Fernandinho pick more than your Ake pick, right? Just because of ghost points and position, etc. So I mean in that in the game against Chelsea, Ake did like manage to like kind of wear himself a lot. Like he was driving he was driving the ball a lot forward. So he's gets into good positions and like we saw it when he was at Burnmouth that he used to like, you know, scrap in front of the goal and like just like, you know, get his head up foot on whatever, especially on like a set piece or anything. So Yeah. That's the only reason why, okay, and like, you know, if you're looking for City Defender, if you're looking against them against a team that might not score, you know, that's like, hopefully a guaranteed six points. Yeah. Uh, the players that I'm going to suggest from Newcastle, Matt Ritchie, 24% owned. Can't believe he's still so low. The guy's playing uh, wing back out of position, racking up them ghost points. He's on set pieces. He takes corners. Easy route to key passes as well. So go pick him up. Also, Joe Willock, 27% owned. This kid cannot stop scoring, man. And especially if Callum Wilson is out, I think he definitely deserves a starting spot. So he's worth a shot for those last two game weeks. All right, let's move on to the next game. It's Burnley versus Leeds. So Burnley had an away win versus Fulham. Basically told Fulham to fuck off, go back to the championship. Uh, Wood and Westwood got the goals. They kept the clean sheet. I mean, standard Burnley... 
high energy. I, I, I mean, the, what else is there to say about this game or much about Burnley, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Leeds home win yeah. uh, against Spurs, 3-1. Calvin Phillips and Rafinha were on the bench for this game. Your boy Dallas still smashing it, scoring all them goals. Harrison, doesn't matter if he gets goals or assists. He just is great at getting ghost points, man. Um, by the way, quick question. What round would you draft Bamford in next season? Third round. All right. I have a I have a formation. I have a for, I have a third to fifth round because I look for lower strikers. I first three rounds I look I look for like top four, top six teams, and then I look at like strikers who get points from like the lower team. So I have a system where I go for depending where I am in the order, third to fifth round. Okay, if you had to rank these three: DCL, Watkins, Bamford. Uh, Watkins, Bamford, DCL. Cool. I'm just coming up with these random questions because I'm bored during the week, just FYI. Um, But yeah. I would love to go into why, but we are (laughs) short for time. And I think later on when we're doing like reviews for previews for next season, I think I'll I'll go into like why I would do that specific order. 100%. Um, And yeah, again, shout out uh, for Rodrigo. Um, If he starts, go pick him up. Uh, He's a possible player to own. Uh, Ross, let's make some predictions though. 1-1. One one. Ooh. Um I will go for a three two to Leeds. I do like it. I do like it though. Because Burnley are can just like, you know, go. Like Sean Dash is like, just go play football. Go play how you want to play football. And Leeds obviously wanna be like and if Burnley can keep up, which I think they can in terms of like keeping up with the pace and everything. And like, you know, with Chris for Chris Wood in like incredible, incredible form. I think that's a really good score. Was he? Isn't he like an ex Leeds player as well? There's always that motivation to score against your old club, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So you know. All right. Um. So the picks that I'm gonna suggest from Burnley, uh, Loughton, twenty eight percent owned. Taylor, twenty one percent owned. So these guys, I think you can play them in thirty six, bench them in thirty seven, play them in thirty eight. Right. I don't think you necessarily want to play these guys against Liverpool, who are chasing Champions League. At this point, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bias. My bias. My bias. The I mean, the only person I would probably start uh, a Burnley player versus Liverpool is Brownhill because of those ghost points in the midfield. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. But like you know, Liverpool, if they, if they, if they pressed like they did today, they like they made they made Fred look like you know Sunday League player today. So. I so they're going to hit Burnley like five or six then. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. All right. I know I ruined the pick for you, but Ross, yeah, I know. suggest. Rodrigo, if he starts 45%, right? Like, you know, I think especially with like players missing from Chelsea, Leicester and United and Arsenal. I think Rodrigo is a really good pick. Might be a really good pick if he starts. Yeah, definitely a good shout. All right. Next game is Southampton versus Fulham. Quick notes about these guys. Uh, Southampton were one of the teams that were doubling. Uh, they had an away loss to Liverpool, two uh, 0 Ross, did you notice no, no. anything uh, in that Southampton? They had an away loss to Liverpool. Did they not? Yeah, bro. What are you talking about, fam? There was so much football this week. That's the only reason I'm gonna forgive you for not remembering this. Southampton had an away loss to Liverpool. I thought you said Fulham. Yeah. Because you said you said no, Fulham said doubled up. No, you said. Oh, I no, thought I said you said Fulham doubled up, and I was like, oh, no, what? No, no, no. 
Fulham <laughs> lost to Liverpool, bro. No, no, no. They beat us, bro. <laughs> uh, those assholes. <laughs> um, yes, Southampton know, lost. Pichu and couldn't even stay the fuck up. Like, the yeah. audacity, man. The audacity. The oh. audacity. Oh, yeah, get it? Um, get it? So- the audacity? Because we're, we're recording, recording on audacity. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Southampton. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Southampton should have gotten something from the Liverpool game. Like, that's just my, like, you know, objectively looking at it, Southampton should have gotten something. I think we could not keep up that high line against Ings and Redmond and Theo and whatever. So we got yeah. super lucky with, like, you know, um, sorry, not Ings. Ings didn't play, but Che Adams. Che Adams had a couple yeah. of really good chances where he should have scored probably both, maybe one. Yeah. Probably both <laughs> definitely won. So, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely did have their chances. Allison sure. saved yeah. our ass in yeah. that game. Yeah, we'll I get mean, to the Liverpool part. <laughs> no worry. We'll get to the Liverpool part. Yeah, we'll get to the Liverpool part and I'll talk about them more. But, I mean, if for their finishing, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, Um, they should have taken their chances. But, I mean, in their second game, they had a home win against Crystal Palace 3-1. And Ings came back for that one, right? So they were kind of exactly, much in yeah. like full flow for that one, like back to regular schedule programming, just minus uh, Ryan Bertrand. Um, so if we want to look at Fulham, Fulham home loss to Burnley, they lost two 0 officially relegated. Do we really need to talk about them? Goodbye, Fulham. I think you deserved more this season, but you know, I, 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 I honestly think they do, but. You know, it is the cruelty of the Premier League. Yeah, it is. Alright, how do you see this game going then? With Danny Ings back, 2-0 Southampton. If he doesn't re-injure himself this game. Yeah, I will go for a 3-1 Southampton. I'm not sure if Southampton keeps the clean sheet or not. I don't know. Watch Fulham all of a sudden start scoring a bunch of fucking goals when it doesn't even (laughs) matter. (laughs) Like... <laughs> All right, the pick that I'm gonna suggest though from Southampton, Redmond, fifty percent own. You might or you may or may not get him. It really depends on your league. Um, Ross, what are the picks you're gonna suggest? You mentioned Ivan Cavallero with like the one of the highest key passes this this past Six game key week, right? Six passes and three Six accurate key... crosses. Yeah, something like exactly. that, right? So twenty three points. You know, I think it might be a more open game, anyways. Even if they might not score and. Anthony Robinson, someone from defense, 39% owned. So I know, Sanji, you really highly rate him. So check him out too. Yeah, but I mean, since um, Parker started rotating him with Anna and Tete, yeah. I was just like, eh, it's not worth it. It's the only, yeah, that's a, that's a big concern. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Sunday games. First one, Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. Sanji, you forgot Brighton versus West Ham. Oh, Brighton versus West Ham. Wow, my extended family is going to hate me because they support West Ham. It's a good thing not, none of them listen to the podcast, though. Um, All right, so the next game on Saturday, Brighton versus West Ham. I was wondering why I was skipping my Brighton notes all of a sudden. All right, so quick catch-up. Brighton had a, an away loss to Wolves, 2-1. Uh, Dunk got a goal, but he also got a red card. Dunk actually could have scored a couple of goals because I think he yeah. got a post in this one as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You saw Sanchez's true colors again in this game. I don't know if you saw for that rush out when they did like that wild back pass. Adama got onto that loose ball and Ellie tapped it into like the open net. It, w- it was just wild, man. Oh, by the way, yeah, Mopé got a red card as well after the game. Ended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if you yeah. Saw that. 
do those points carry over into your uh like your fan tracks or your FPL? I feel like I feel like they should, shouldn't they? Because if know. we're gonna count Bruno's goal that came after the full time whistle in like game week two or something like that, when the gaming start when the season started against Bra- against but that was I I feel like that's still within the game though, right? Like it wasn't the actual officially the full time whistle. This was officially after. You know what? Let's check. Let's pull up Muppet's game we week and let's see. We could check. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me check. You can keep talking. I'll totally check really quickly. All right, yeah, so going on to West Ham, they had a home loss to Everton, 1-0. <laughs> so apparently they had zero shots on target in this game. Um, it just seems that they're a team that plays better with less possession. Like, this season, actually, West Ham, the games that they've had their highest possessions... So against Everton, they played, which was was their highest, 68.7% possession. They lost. Against Newcastle United, they had 65.4% possession. They lost. Against Newcastle as well, they had 58.3% possession. They lost. The only game where they had a high amount of possession was against West Brom, where they won, right? So there's a chance that, you know what? This fixture might suit them because Brighton is one of those teams, even though they're low down on the table, they like to play with the football. They're a possession-based team, right? Um, so going back to like uh, the highlights from that West Ham-Everton game, uh, it, it just seems like, yeah, they need to be playing on the counter because I don't think they have the personal within their ranks to unlock teams. I don't think they have that creativity other than maybe Jesse Lingard. And I don't think he alone can do something like that. They had chances to score in that game, though. Ben Rama missed a glorious chance. Sufal hit the post. Yeah, um, Ever- Everton really did deserve these three points, though. Yeah. So on that note, yes, Mape did it did count into his points because he ended up with them negative two. Ah, okay, okay. But he was subbed off, too. In Fantrax, it says he... he uh, played 88 minutes so he was that that's I think that's super unlucky if you owned Muppet I don't know I just I just, I just think I don't think it should have counted wait doesn't Orva own Muppet in our league I don't I don't know Orva so. he's ninth so whatever uh, yeah <laughs> fair enough all right um let's make some predictions for this game 2-2 two, two. Ooh, a RAS special. Bro, West Ham need to win, though. They're chasing them Champions League spots. I think this is where West Ham began to bottle it, bro. Sorry to Sanji's extended family. Bro, nah, man. I don't believe in that. Antonio's back. What do you mean? Surely. Surely, with all the boys coming back. Cresswell and Rice. David Moyes is a football genius. (laughs) David Moyes is a football genius. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, I never thought I'd hear those words ever in my life. Uh, I'm going to give West Ham like a simple 1-0 win, man. Just the fact that Brighton can't score. But you know what? With Mopey missing, maybe they might actually score. So, <laughs> um, what are the picks that you're going to suggest though, Russ? Said Ben Rama, 32%. If he starts, right? If he starts. And people discounted him for not starting last game either. And he did, so... I discounted him for not starting. I take pride in that. Yeah, you discounted Lanzini also not starting. Yeah, but he started... How many points did Said Ben Rama get last game week? Answer that first. Two and a half points or something, <laughs> man. 
<laughs> exactly. I don't want Sidemen Rama, bro. Um, so the picks from Brighton. Burn, 32% owned. Welbeck, 47% owned. Besuma, 47% owned. And Webster, 26% owned. I think out of those, Besuma's probably your safest pick. Yeah. Right? Even though Dunk is missing this fixture, I feel like Brighton will still be able to maintain their defensive shape. Because I think the games that Dunk has missed before in the past, it really didn't make that much of a difference. I think West Ham will go and... I mean, they need to score. They're going to do their best to score. So that's why I wouldn't maybe punt on the defensive assets. Mm -hmm. And Welbeck, I would go because, I mean, West Ham are still likely to concede if the likes of Rice um, are are still out. All right. uh, Let us look at the next game then. Now I think we can move on to Sunday, right? Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. So quick notes about uh, Crystal Palace. They were another team that did a double game week. Um, they had an away win versus Sheffield United. It was a 2-0. Benteke could have actually scored a hat-trick. Oh my god, such an aerial monster. What did he get, like 50-something points this I know. game week? Like, I think something highest or something. Like Trent got the second highest or something. Yeah, it was crazy, man. By the way, I think this was one of the games that Eze played a slightly different position. He played like part of a midfield three. Mm-hmm. And I heard in a different podcast how... They think that this could potentially be his a better position suited to him because he's not one of those guys like Zaha or Townsend where you just wait on the wing and you want to like just skin somebody. Like Eze to me doesn't seem like a guy that's going to get you 10 goals, 5 assists in a season. I think he could be like the engine room or part of the engine room creativity maybe. Um, but who knows with Crystal Palace moving forward, right? For us, we've been saying like Christian Benteke or Bust. Their second game, I think, like we talked about earlier, was against Southampton where they lost 3-1, right? Mm-hmm. Even though Benteke scored, again, Palace being Palace, they just lost the game. Um, by the way, <laughs> this is like Benteke's second best return in the Premier League since he's started. I don't know if you've known this. In his previous three seasons combined, he has six goals. This season so far, he has seven. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Jokes. Craziness, man. All right, quick notes about Aston Villa. Uh, they had a home loss uh, against Manchester United, 3-1. Uh, Traore, great, great finish for that goal. Watkins, stupid dive mm-hmm. <laughs> to get that second mm-hmm. yellow. Um, this was the game that Maguire got injured as well. And Douglas Luiz had that stupid-ass tackle on Pogba to give away that standard Penandes penalty. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, their second game was a home draw. To Everton, nil-nil. Uh, this was the game that Grealish came back in. Emmy had his haul and Maddie Cash got injured. Um, all right, let's make some predictions for this game, though, for the Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa fixture. 3-1 Aston Villa. Yeah, it should be, like, job done, right? Uh, let's go 3-4. Man, I want to go 3-1. You know what, Ross? I'm going to match your score. It might be one of those that this decides our uh, prediction result, <laughs> right? So I'll also go 3-1, yeah. buddy. All right, uh... What are the picks that you're going to suggest? Because I'm not going to suggest anyone from Crystal Palace. El Mohamedi, 4% owned from Aston Villa. Because Maddie Cash got injured. That's a solid pickup. He got like 4 points, I think, in 44 yeah. minutes. Right? So, a decent, decent retain. And, you know, he, he does a, have a highish ceiling as well. Alright, let's go to the next game. Spurs versus Wolves. Quick notes about Spurs. 
Spears are shite. The end. Just kidding. Um, Ali was good again, by the way, even though they lost to Leeds 3-1. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a nice little cheeky assist for uh, Sun's goal. goal. Yeah. Uh, Kane seems to be looking sharp again. He had that offside goal. He hit the post with the free kick. I mean, he's still in that golden boot race with Salah, though I think Salah is now one ahead, right? Having scored that brace tonight. No, Firmino scored the brace tonight. Salah had the one goal right at the end. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're tied then. Kane and Salah are tied right now. Yeah, 21-21. Yeah. Okay. Okay, nice, nice. nice. Do you know what I expect to happen? Kane's gonna, like, touch, like, you know, air the ball into the net, and he's gonna claim the goal for the golden boot, like he did a few seasons ago. You know, he's going to blow the ball into that and be like, it's my goal. It's my goal. I promise to God, it's my goal. (laughs) Bro, it's the only trophy mans can win, yo. Like, why are you hating, yo? (laughs) um, Okay, so their defense is still in a mess, though. I don't trust the Spurs defense. Yoris is, like, saving them way too much. And out of the fullbacks, bro, I will say Aurea looks much better than Reguilon, even in terms of Fantrax returns. Oh man, Reguilon plays like trash, yeah, like <laughs> trash on the pitch, trash in Fantrax. Oh jeez. Alright, uh, with Wolves, they had their home win versus Brighton. Shout out to Gibbs White, got his first goal in the Premier League. Yeah. But you know what, your boy Adama can't stop scoring now, yo. Off the bench, man. I told you. Didn't I say this? Didn't I say this? He had the goal assist and the goal. And now he's just going to, like, you know, beast it for the rest of the season. Yeah, man. I'm super happy. Hopefully, you know, it gets me wins. Very, very happy. In fan tracks. He was off the bench too, right? Bro, as long as it gets you to the final, that's all I I care about. You know, brace against United on the last day. I'd love it. Oh, Absolute beauty. Um, Moutinho is also back. I was happy to see him get points. Were you worried about Neves's returns, though? He only had, like, one or two points, right, from that game? In, like, the regular scoring, he had, like, one or two points. In the other one, didn't he have, like... Um, maybe because he reco- recovered, like, 30-something Exactly. Let me, let me just... <laughs> that's, that's, that's how a lot of his points has, has come through uh, this season. But, I mean, regular scoring, I believe he, he wasn't as productive. So, it was a little bit of a concern. He got subbed off, um, too, right? I think so. One thing, though, shout-out to Ait Nuri. Um, lately, he's been racking up a couple of key passes here and there. I think it was back-to-back games with three key passes each. My only concern is that Wolves can easily concede four or five goals in a mm-hmm. game, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> unless you have maybe auto-subs, Aitnuri is definitely a punt worth taking, right? Because we saw the likes of Saiz even got benched, right? So, there's no guarantee anyone in that back line is safe yeah. with Boli out from COVID. All right, uh, let's make a prediction for this game, though. 3-2 Wolves. Oh, I was going to go 3-2 Spurs, fam! Go for it! Go for it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I honestly think like Adama is going to have so much fun with that shitty ass Spurs backline and Kane is just going to maybe get a hat trick or some wildness like that no bro this is Bale's up Bale rotates bro he goes he goes ham and then he doesn't go ham and then he's going to go ham again bro no 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 Bale only goes ham in home fixtures so you're safe for like two game weeks aren't they at home the two, the next two game weeks for Spurs are at home, but the last one I believe is away, yeah, so, right? So, I think so. Bale's gonna go ham, bro. I'm telling you, he's gonna score like four. He's gonna score like two goals. I mean, the only worry is that he get he keeps getting subbed, right? Around seventieth minute mark. So maybe for playoffs, you might maybe 
try that with auto subs if you can. Because you could possibly get burnt with like a one or two point return, right? Yeah. So just just saying. Yeah. There is that possibility. Uh, yeah. All right. The picks that we're gonna suggest from these teams. Fabio Silva, seventeen percent. He like you said, you know, uh and Aitnuri, thirty percent. Like, you know, I think they've been performing and playing pretty well. Fabio Silva has like what, two goals now for Wolves? One goal. He yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So, you know, I think he's playing pretty well. He sh- might he should be starting. So Look out for that. Yeah, if you need a starting player, he's definitely worth a shout. Um, for Spurs, Giovanni Lo Celso. So even though he's not completing 90 minutes or even 80 minutes in games, he's slowly starting to get his creativity mojo back. Um, I'm not saying that he's going to start for sure, right? Um, or he's a pick that you want to have for the rest of the season. But maybe while there's a lot of people blanking, it's definitely worth a shout. All right, let's go on to the next game, West Brom versus Liverpool. Quick notes about West Brom. Um, they're relegated. What else? Um, I do have a quick question, though. If Matthias Pereira was to move to another team in the Premier League, where would you draft him? I think he's going to go to, like, Essen Villa. If, like, they do, like, if Jack Grealish moves on or something. <sighs> yeah, even Aston Villa, yeah. So where would you draft him? Fourth round. Not slightly earlier. Depends on whose team he goes to. Right? If he goes to an Arsenal team... Yeah, because if it's a better team, you expect his return to increase. But I also expect him to be rotated more. So, you know, you gotta balance, gotta look at these things. And he's maybe not on penalties for that team as well. Exactly. Right? He got a lot of goals from penalties. Yeah, so... All right, all right. Uh, looking at Liverpool, though, um, quick notes that I have, and correct me if I miss anything. Um, I think Phillips is really due a goal before this season ends. Um, Mane is starting to look a lot better. I still feel like Jota and Salas should be scoring a lot more. T-Baby looks like he is back to his best, and every game he seems to be doing better. I don't know how. Alisson is saving your ass <laughs> recently so mm-hmm. much. Um, I was really happy to see Thiago get his first goal for Liverpool as yeah. well. It has been coming. He's been shooting a lot more as well. I've noticed that. Uh, I believe this was Klopp's 100th win. Not the win against Manchester. The one against United, Southampton, right? yeah. The win against West Brom. Southampton. Uh, against Southampton, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, again, we look at the game today against United. Big, big win. 4-2 at Old Trafford. Bobby got two, Salah got one, Jota got one. Again, TA Hall. TA got 50 points this game week. But yeah, is there anything I missed about your boys? I think the biggest thing I've seen now that I wasn't seeing, and I'll throw back to the Southampton to Thiago's goal, was that was Liverpool's bread and butter of pressing up high, winning the ball up super high, and then just moving the ball quickly to find space for Thiago to shoot. And, you know, like... I heard, I was hearing that like Thiago heard the heard someone from like the bench say shoot and then he was like yeah I'll shoot and he scored right and that's why he was like in his celebration he was like pointing to the bench and everything so like that makes sense that makes sense okay yeah but I don't know if Liverpool keep up that press like like you said man I think Trent if Trent doesn't go to the Euros screw Gareth Southgate if like his <laughs> he's been on fire recently just not just, not just like, you know, 
um not just like he could have offensively. scored to me against yeah, United. Not just defensively, but not just offensively, but defensively too. Like I think he him and Pogba clashed up a lot. And yeah, he might have been lost the ball, but like he gave Pogba his a very tough time to kind of like, you know, get on the ball quickly and like kind of find like the spaces that Pogba does. Interceptions and everything, switching the ball. Like Trent is just, you know, he's he's at the like, you know, Champions League level that we saw uh, two seasons ago. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Let's. So predictions for this game. I think we both agree Liverpool's gonna win. It's just by how many goals. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm gonna go for five nil. I'm gonna go for two nil. I don't think it'll be. I don't. I. You have a lot more faith <laughs> in Liverpool at the moment. I'm still super wary because they do tend to drop off, especially against lower teams, regardless if they're relegated or not. So. I feel like West, like, you know, Big Sam might want to, you know, have one more say in the Champions League race. So, you know, he's a bit of an asshole yeah, like that. I doubt that's going to happen, so. man. No way that's going to happen. Like, these guys are done, man. What are they playing for right now? Self-respect. Um, yeah, okay, sure. If that's a thing that gets you fantasy points. <laughs> um... I'm not going to suggest anyone from West Brom to go pick up. Uh, Ross, do you have any picks to suggest from Liverpool? Yes, Nat Phillips, 50%. His ownership has finally reached that 50% threshold. I think you're right. He might score soon. He got the assist, you know. Like, you know, man's a beast in the air. Yeah, bro. Like, you know, I'm going to, like, you know, I'm saying it like troops. A beast, you know. Um, (laughs) Fabinho's back in midfield. I was seeing something, like, since October, every game, Fabinho's played in midfield. There's been five games Fabinho's played in midfield, and Liverpool won all five of them. I don't think that's just a causation versus correlation thing. I think it's because he makes our midfielder so much better. Yeah. I mean, him or Henderson, really, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, last game, Everton versus Sheffield United. Uh, quick notes. I mean, let me just get Sheffield United out of the way. No notes. <laughs> Everton notes. Um, so, they also had double game week. They had an away win versus West Ham. They had an away draw versus Aston Villa. By the way, I saw this really funny tweet. Somebody called the Aston Villa Everton game the Kazoo Derby. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that too. I was like, <laughs> I huh, that that's was really brilliant. Yeah, that's really jokes. Um, yeah. Uh, so DCL back in the goals again. Uh, Allen is back for the team. Decorey is back for the team. Not sure what Carlo is doing with that back line in terms of who he's going to play out of Holgate, Mina, Keane. I think really Keane and Godfrey should be starting. I don't think Holgate has been good enough this season to start. Um, he's been managing James and his injuries and his fitness and stuff. So Dean's output will be affected um, whether or not James plays. And even Siggy came off early as a substitute, right? So I feel like Dean is going to be an absolute monster going into these playoffs while those guys get rotated um, with their minutes, etc. Um, and I mean, same thing, Richarlison still can't fucking finish. By the way, Pickford, back-to-back clean sheets. He is looking a lot better now, I think, because the Euros are right around yeah, the corner. Yeah. I find, uh, Carlo gave him that proper kick up the ass and uh, <laughs> he doesn't look as shite anymore, mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's make some predictions for this game, Ross. You probably see my prediction on the screen, but Everton are trash at home. Oh my god. Sheffield 1 0. You're doing this because <laughs> you're only doing this so you can get that stupid part. Yeah, man. I know. Yeah, it. man. I knew. <laughs> 
One game, Sheffield. No, one game. I I- That's all I ask. <laughs> McGoldrick, I don't know if you'll ever listen to this, but like you need to score and one one game, man. Just one game. When you see our when you see the podcast name, you would be like, I'm glad Sheffield won at the expense. Even if it's Everton fans, they'll be like, I'm glad Sheffield won because this is a pretty funny name. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I mean, Everton at home, like you said, so there's always that chance. Um, but yeah, you're going with that Sheffield 1-0 win. I'm going to predict a Everton 3-0 win. I don't know why you think Sheffield's going to get anything. They look so, so bad. Um, who are the picks that you're going to suggest from this Sheffield team that you think like, are going to Like, win, do Ross? you really want someone? <laughs> but Everton are trash at home. So you like, you're trying to balance a couple of things. If there's anything, go pick up McGoatrick, 24%. He's probably the only one. Or even like, all, um, Ollie Norwood, um, 17%. But those are the only ones I would still stay away from them because I don't even know who gets points one week and doesn't get points the other week. So. Did you just pick out the form players from Sheffield? Yeah. You bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to suggest Godfrey, 27% owned. He seems like a Carlo fan favorite. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll be honest. I never rated this guy. Even when he was Norwich, at Norwich. Yeah. I just feel like there was always a mistake in him. And again, I still don't have confidence in him. And I think Everton should go and invest in some proper centre-backs. Uh, but you know what? Carlo knows what he's doing, right? He's won the Champions League several times. And Decore, 31% owned. He's back in the heart of midfield and played 90 minutes. Back in the heart of ghost points. Worth a shout for the run-in for games, right? If Everton really want to get that European spot um, that they've been fighting for all season. Yeah. And that is it. That is the predictions. That are the picks. That's all we had planned. Ross, uh, before we sign off, do you want to quickly remind listeners how they can uh, engage with us and share our beautiful podcast? For sure. So you can message us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handles at Banta B on Discord on the DraftPL channel. Banta Boys hashtag six five eight five on Reddit. You backslash Banta underscore Boys to listen to us. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and YouTube, all under the name of Banta Boys. Dope. So go check us out. Go like hit up a hit us up. Message us. Send us a like, send us a comment, give us some feedback, just engage with us. Let us know how your season's been going, you know? Sanji, I do have, I think we should put out a question because our playoffs are starting, but I don't think everyone else plays with playoffs. Okay. I think some people, I think some people might play like a proper 38 league type season, right? I think that's a question we should put out to the community asking how many people play with playoffs and how many people don't play with playoffs. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Writing that down right now. Okay, um, so before we say bye and wish everyone good luck, uh, what's the situation with your squads going into the waivers? Do you have a starting lineup? Are you worried about that? In one league, I do. In the other league, I don't. In the Bant Boys, I don't. So I'm, I'm going to go make my picks tonight based on what you shared with me on your picks. <laughs> I got premium access to potential picks available. Yeah, you um, know what? If so- one of us wins... I'm going to be happy, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sanji, you've gone to like three consecutive finals, four consecutive finals. Every you time know? I've played, I've made a final. It's always a final. Never a winner. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that should be our pod name. The only <laughs> win I have 
has an asterisk next to it, right? Yeah, it didn't count. Didn't Did, count. Apparently, <laughs> apparently didn't count, even though people were making moves. Oh my god. Um, you know. By the way, did you notice Neeraj almost lost first place today? By like one point? Yeah, it was a huge, dis- it's a whole discussion, bro. Oh right? You know, Zen had Maddie Ryan on his, uh, in his team and didn't switch him out or else he would have won. Oh, so, you know what? Kudos to Zayn for not being in playoffs again, but still playing every game week as serious as he can, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, those sort of managers are very, very rare to find. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, I think my squads are fairly well lined up. Like, like we said, Banter Boys League, I've got a buy this week. But I will probably make some picks just so I could stop you from, you know, getting my picks. <laughs> but uh, in our OG league, yeah, I've, I've got a, uh, my matchup against Zubain, um, our co-op student. So that's going to be interesting. Um, a little nervous, but I think, you know, we're going to be well prepared. And yeah, I, I don't know what else to say other than good luck. Um, guys, listeners, if you have any questions before your playoffs uh, start or even in the middle of your playoffs... Hit us up on Twitter, on Discord, wherever you can find us, and we'll try to, you know, help you out. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, Ross, um, that's it from my end, mate. Um, mm-hmm. I'll see you on the next episode. Yep. Peace. Peace.